You guys, you guys, I had a curry last night and I'm not gonna lie. I feel like I've waken up, waken up, woken up a new person, truly. It was a takeaway curry and it was genuinely beautiful. And I just, you know what? Yeah, hello, hello, it's Kit Costello. Welcome back to Self Interrupted, but I just need to talk about this curry. I had a vegetable tikka masala. Oh my gosh, I'm screaming with onion rice, fun. I didn't really rate the rice, so it was very greasy. And I don't really like greasy, greasy food, not my vibe. Curry to me is healthy. But let's be clear, it kind of is because it's just vegetables and a bit of coconut milk. Here I am eating my curry it was so good and i had poppadoms you guys i had about two to three poppadoms it was so yummy it was so good an onion bhaji you know when you look back and you're like i wish i could just eat that again like i wish it was just in front of me right now anyway welcome back to today's episode i'm really excited to be recording because yesterday i tried to record this episode and it didn't go too well not that it didn't go well but I kind of know now. It's like almost like a sixth sense. I know when I'm not in the mood to record. And yesterday I wasn't in the mood. And season one, Kit Costello would have just pushed past and had a terrible time recording. But yesterday I was like, God, I don't want to record right now. And sometimes you just get in those moods where you don't want to. And I was in that mood yesterday. Call me a bad person. I ate my curry. It was great. Anyway, how have you all been? Welcome to today's episode. I wanted to do an episode that was how you say light-hearted. Last week's episode was very heavy because I was talking about basing my bloody worth on analytics. Like, let's be serious. I needed to balance out the emotional value of the episode. So this episode, I'm starting a new game and it's called You Don't Deserve Rights If. Now, obviously it's a game. Everyone deserves rights. I'm going to explain it more when we get to that segment of the episode, but I'm really excited because it's I, to give you a hint, it's more of just a way of me to rant about little things that kind of just piss me off. And I really enjoy that. I think it's really funny and like little stories that I have to share with you that I wouldn't normally be able to place in an episode. I've kind of compiled into saying like, you don't deserve rights if you do this, you do that. And it's like very niche stories that have happened in my life that I want to tell you guys about. But before I do so, I have a lot to catch you guys up on because last week I didn't do a catch up of the week. So I'm doing two weeks worth of catch ups this week in this episode. First of all, actually, before we get into the catch up of the week, you guys, my hair is down. If you're watching on Spotify, my hair is currently down. Me having my hair down is very reminiscent of Ariana Grande having her hair down in 2016. Like it's giving very much canon event for everyone watching. And honestly, like it should, because my hair is always up in a bun or a ponytail. So when I have it down, it does feel like it should be trending multiple times on Twitter. Very much like, oh my gosh, her hair's down. Kit Costello, no more ponytail, you know, like that kind of vibe. Anyway, the hair is down. Let me know what you think, you guys. I'm currently thinking of cutting my hair. This is something I've been thinking about this week. Um, Speaking of, you know, what's going on in the week. I was looking back at photos of me. Do you guys ever do this? I'm in the stage right now of me growing out my hair. Fun fact, I was actually gonna call this podcast Growing My Hair Out. I know. The tagline was gonna be, hey guys, welcome back to Growing My Hair Out, the podcast where when I'm talking to you, my hair is growing. Yeah, okay. It's probably best we went with self-interrupted. I was looking back on pictures of me when I was, you know, not feeling my hair at that time. I look back and I'm like, oh, that hair is fucking good. It was like this bob, I guess, that was just longer than where my ear is. So it was like on my jawline was where my hair ended. And it looked really bloody good. I think it looked really like modelly. And right now I'm just like in a bit of a phase of my life where I don't, I feel like I'm in a, in a phase of like buffering. Do you know what I mean? Evolving, some may say. That's what I feel like I am. I feel like I'm evolving, which can be jarring because I know in maybe 
half a year, I'll look back and I'll be like, oh my gosh, my hair looked so good then. But in this present moment, I'm thinking my hair doesn't look good because I, I have a goal of what I want it to look like. But that's what I felt like last time. And now I love the way that my hair looked. Anyway, um, let's go back to two weeks ago, Monday the 14th of August and catch you guys up on the week commencing. So starting Monday, I went out for drinks. I know, okay, this week, I wanna prepare you guys for the week commencing, WC, Monday 14th of August. There was a lot of drinking involved. Now, if you don't know me, if you don't know the kit law behind drinking, I'm not a drinker. I do drink like very socially. Like I am not sitting at home with a glass of wine. That's not my vibe. I actually don't think wine is very tasty at all. But if someone's giving it to me and it's their wine, I'll drink it. I think it's polite. I'm like, yeah, okay, give me the white wine, not the red wine, mommy, you can keep it. Anyway, on the 14th, I went out for drinks because my friend who lives in Paris was in London and all her friends were there. We were just having a little a little pint of Guinness outside this pub called the Toucan in Soho. And it was an Irish pub, so I did feel obliged. I felt obliged to get a Guinness and I'm also Irish. So I feel like it would have been very, how you say sacrilegious? Is that the right word? I'm gonna have to look this up because sometimes sacrilegious, Religious. Sacrilegious involving committing sacrilegy. See now what is that? Sacrilegy is the violation of injurious treatment of a sacred object. Okay. I think I meant yeah, I didn't mean that. But I I, I mean people you anyway, so basically I, I felt like I had to get a Guinness because I was in an Irish pub, right? And I feel like that is sacrilegious if I didn't. I don't know. I'm not an expert on the bloody dictionary. Anyway, I had a Guinness. It was really nice. I actually really like Guinness. I really fuck with her. That's my bestie. I drank it all and I did feel very tipsy. I've got to be real. One thing about me is that with one drink, I won't feel tipsy at all until three quarters throughout the night. And it's actually so lucky that I don't think, oh, let me go and get another drink because A, expensive and B, I don't like Guinness that much that I'm having two pints of it. So one is good enough for me. But if I cared that much about drinking, I would have had like maybe two, two pints at least and I would have been on the floor it would have been blackout. It would have been lights out for me because there I was three quarters of the way through the night leaning up against the fence because we were all outside, which was kind of rogue. Outside in Soho, there were all types of characters shouting at us, which is great. But I was leaning up against the fence and I was like looking at my friend Moya and I was just giggling. I was like, <laughs> I'm, I think I'm tipsy. It was so embarrassing. No, it was because everyone was on like their second or third pint and I was like almost falling on the floor. But that was great. Anyway, the next day, Tuesday the 15th of August was my friend Emma's birthday. We all know Emma. We went out to a restaurant in Soho. Soho is a running theme throughout this week. We went to Soho. It's, 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 it's a restaurant called Babula. Very nice. Oh my gosh, all little small plates. You guys fuck with small plates because I surely do. It is so camp to be going down a menu and ordering multiple things. I loved it. Small plates are like, you know, you get like a little plate of potatoes, or a little plate of hummus. We had burnt butter hummus. Stunning. Loved it. We had this halloumi cheese. It had the texture of mozzarella. It was beautiful. And then we had these potatoes that were just, I guess, oven cooked potatoes. But on the base, they had like this lemon sauce. It was just so good. We ate all of that. I dropped my phone. You know, when you just go, it was a very compact restaurant. And as I was getting up, I dropped my phone because it was on my lap and it went straight under this couple's table. And I was like, okay, well, what do we do now? Where do we go now? Gracie Abrams, good riddance 2023. Like, do I now go under your table and grab my phone? Do you grab my phone? Do you kick my phone out? I would think that's disrespectful. So I went under their table and grabbed my phone. Which I also think is kind of disrespectful. I didn't go under that. I was like squatting and then I didn't squat. I like dropped down. 
grabbed my phone, got up, and we left. And I did turn red. Because that was also a, a really fit waiter there. Oh my god. I just don't even know what to say. He gave us our wine. And I was like, that's my husband. You guys don't even look at me. Anyway, we then walked around Soho. And we got a coffee. I bumped into an old friend really spontaneously, really randomly. And then we went to Glossier. Glossier was packed. Because bear in mind, this was a Tuesday afternoon in the height of summer. All the girls were at Glossier. Oh my god, not the line. The line outside the London Glossier was crazy. Yeah, I bought a few things actually. I got a milk jelly cleanser. My cleanser of choice. I then got a balm.com in the flavor mint. I'm always going to go for the flavor mint. And then I also got, what was the last thing that I got? Oh, I got a trench ultra lip. Also, the name trench, love that. Hey, what's on your lips? Oh, the trenches. Yeah. Anyway, the next day was Wednesday the 16th. And on Wednesday the 16th, I watched The Little Mermaid at 12 a.m. and I cried. I surely did. I cried. The live action Little Mermaid, I do want to preface. I watched it on a very legal website. I don't want to hear any discourse around where the whereabouts or where I watched the Little Mermaid live action. But hey, listen, it was great. At the end, I cried and I had to cry because I feel like this was the catalyst for my famous Thursday the 17th of August breakdown, which was therefore the catalyst for last week's episode, Basing My Worth on Analytics. Yeah. So on Thursday the 17th, I went to see my friend. The friend that I bumped into spontaneously in Soho. Are we caught up? Yeah, I met up with her, you know, chatting. The girls were chatting and I just, I was like to her, listen, bestie, I'm in the trenches right now. If you want to hear about this, you can go to last week's episode. I explain it in more detail. Then I just sat in a park and I wrote down everything that I wasn't liking in my life. And I kind of had a bit of a breakdown, but I picked myself back up when I recorded the episode of Self Interrupted on the 18th the Friday. Then on the Saturday, the 19th, I had two parties back to back. I had two parties back to back. Ah, okay. Like I said, you guys, I was, I was partying this week. I was partying. I was drinking. I went to pre-drinks to my friend's house. I had a canned cocktail, very fun, a mojito one. Then I went to my friend Kian's housewarming. Great house, loved it. I was like, you guys, I have another party to go to. So then I left that party, went to Emma's birthday party, but that was the vibe for last week. It was very chaotic, very sociable, I would say, which I didn't really mind because I wanted to go into London a lot more. And I've been wanting to go into London a lot more recently, which is very off-brand for me. One thing about me is that if I'm in London, I'm either there for work or to see my friend in their house. But this past week or the week before, sorry, I was in London just for the enjoyment. And also one thing about me now is that when I'm in London, I'm staying there. I'm not going to London seeing a friend and going home because I cannot with the, the amount of money that I'm having to pay for transport in London nowadays. It's actually kind of pissing me off. I got charged 31 pounds the other day. 31 pounds, you guys. It's just, it's 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 on a level of comedy now. I feel like the girls are teasing me at Transport for London. Cause tell me why I'm on the tube and then I'm on the overground and you're charging me 31 pounds. This week was chill because like I said, last week was very chaotic. I was just mainly doing emails. I know me doing admin in my bedroom. I haven't been on social media that much this week at all. I only really go on social media now to promote self-interrupted, which I think is really slay. I was also trying to get this editorial that I did in May published in magazines. I sent it to maybe 20 magazines, which is a lot of work. It truly is like writing an email, like a personal email to each magazine, explaining why you want your pictures to be in their magazine. And then for them to be like, yeah, oh my gosh, we love this. And then they drop it last minute. It's like actually quite draining. It truly is. But it actually got accepted into a magazine and it was going to be published. And I 
pulled back. I pulled out because I didn't think that the magazine was good enough and they weren't letting me tell the story of the shoot. And I was like, well, what's the fucking point, bestie? I want to at least give a few quotes, like, please. And then also met up with Kian again. Kian from the housewarming. Yeah, met up with him again for a coffee. We went to Blank Street Coffee and the barista was flirting with me. Was he my type? Absolutely not. But I was just liking the flirting lifestyle. But yeah, that's kind of all I did this week. It was incredibly chill vibes, you guys. I've just got to be real. You know what else happened this week? So much new music was released. It was actually kind of chaotic. Miley Cyrus, Demi Lovato, Selena Gomez, Ariana Grande, Conan Gray all released music on the same day. I didn't get any sleep. 12 a.m., so Friday morning, just hit 12 a.m. I listened to Conan Gray's Winner. It is, spoiler alert, the recommendation of this week. Such a good song. There I was listening to that in my Sony headphones for maybe 15 minutes on repeat. Like, get some help, truly. Then went to sleep at maybe about 1 a.m. Woke up, my body clock woke me up at 5 a.m. because my body knew that I had to listen to Ariana Grande's live version of like Honeymoon Avenue and Baby Eye. I don't know, I don't know. Bless my heart, I feel like I've just recovered from the pop girls dropping music all in one day. Like, give me a break. Now, You Don't Deserve Rights is a game that I came up with about a week ago because I was just thinking about little things that kind of pissed me off. I kind of started saying to people like, oh, you don't deserve rights in my head. So if someone was doing something in public that was just kind of pissing me off, I'd just look at them and be like, ugh, you don't deserve rights. Now, obviously, everyone deserves rights. Everyone deserves equal rights. This is just in the land of the KCCU, the Kiko Solo Cinematic Universe. Personally, I would strip your rights if you were in the KCCU and you were acting this kind of way. For example, you do not deserve rights if when i am shopping if i am shopping and you are standing behind me impatiently waiting to get to the same product that i am shopping for oh it boils my blood it truly does so for example this happened to me the other day i was in the meat alternative aisle looking for the meat alternative i was going to have for the week ahead and there was this woman judy 40 has a bob behind me waiting impatiently huffing and puffing i was like judy 40 with a bob i'm trying to pick which meat alternative I'm having for the week. I don't know whether I'm gonna have plain tofu, teriyaki tofu or smoked tofu. And now you're huffing and puffing behind me. It's gonna piss me off because now I'm rushing. You just want your corn ham slices. You've made your decision. I'm still making mine. And it just really, it just irritates me. Extra rights taken away. If you follow me around a small store or it literally, it, it like angers me talking about it. So for example, I was at this shop called, I think it's Partridges. It's in like Kensington area. It's very, very rich. Not a normal store for me to be shopping in, okay? So there I am. I just want to take in the surroundings of this rich store. I wasn't going to buy anything. Don't be ridiculous. So I was walking around this little store, minding my damn business. And this woman following me, obviously not following me, but just like going in the same direction as me constantly. And you know, when you're trying to lose someone as well, she was just up my ass, like literally not even a foot away from me. And there was a little time where I was looking back and I was like, what are we doing? Just take a step back. And it falls back to Julie, 40 with a bob, looking over my shoulder. Listen, if you want the corn meat that much, baby, push past me. It doesn't piss me off. But what annoys me the most is when I know that you're waiting behind me. Because if that was me, if I was Julie, 40 with a bob, I would walk around. I do a number. I'd walk around the store. Go look for something else on my shopping list because I know that Julie Foyt with a bob has a long shopping list and I'm sure that corn ham slices are on the end of it. So why are you jeopardizing my time looking for a meat alternative? This is a major decision for me because once it's Thursday, more than halfway through the week and I'm eating my smoked tofu and I'm thinking, I didn't actually want this one. I wanted teriyaki. 
But Julie fought you with a bob made me rush my decision. I'm gonna be pissed off. So personally, Julie fought you with a bob, you don't deserve rights. And I have stripped them away from you in the KCCU. The next one, oh, you do not deserve rights if you play music out loud on the tube. There is a special place in hell for you. Extra rights taken away if you're having a conversation on the phone and your phone is on loudspeaker. Cut. If I could, I'd slice the carriage off that you're on and you just fly down the tracks because quite frankly, it really grinds my gears. Especially the phone one because at least, at least, if you're playing music, it's something for the girls to bop to on the train. Sometimes I'm thinking like, should I give them my Sony headphones? Like, do you just, listen, it's pissing me off. And it's always bad music. It's never good music. And it's always off of some, some, some badly, some bad speaker on their phone. Why? But like I said, extra rights taken away if it's a conversation. It doesn't even necessarily have to be on the tube. I've had this when I'm in Tesco. Tesco Express, even. Keep it to yourself, babe. And also, if you're playing music loud on the tube, know that I feel threatened. Like, it could literally be Baby Shark playing. And I'm still kind of feeling like, oh, they have a lot of confidence. They have a lot of nerve. I cannot look them in the eye. Also, I can hear you through my noise-canceling headphones. How, lo how loud is this music? You don't deserve rights, quite frankly. And also, my next point, you don't deserve rights if you have an agenda against oat milk. And you know exactly who you are. And if you have been... If you have been a victim of this, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Because quite frankly, as someone that doesn't drink pure milk, I don't care if you go and drink milk from a cow's teat. So why am I being scrutinized for drinking a little bit of oat milk now and then? I don't think that's a bad thing that I, I do. Also like extra rights taken away from just the umbrella of people that have some kind of like agenda against vegans. And you know who you are. You do. If you don't know a bit of kit law for you, I grew up on a farm. A farm in which we used to be a dairy farm. Okay, so if anyone's gonna be under scrutiny for drinking oat milk, it's me, bitch. I remember one Christmas, there I was eating my vegan corn roast living my life my brothers well you know that's actually bad for the environment also a bit of a hot take this might be a really bad hot take just because i'm vegan it doesn't mean i'm an environmentalist and of course i'm here for the environment of course and there is that added factor being vegan it's good for the environment in some ways but literally the way my brothers we're like, you know, that's not good for the environment. That's not good for the environment. And I was like, let's just relax for a second. Why am I being scrutinized just for having a bit of corn? What is this like agenda that some meat eaters are pushing onto vegans as if we're bad people? And also as if we all need to be environmentalists. I never signed up to be an environmentalist, you guys. Leave it to Greta. Leave it to Greta Gerwig. I'm kidding, Greta Thunberg. Leave it to Miss Thunberg because she knows what she's doing. I'm gonna do my bit. But also on that note, you also don't deserve rights if you are flying. Did you see that like footballer that hired out a double-decker plane to fly on it private? All rights stripped away. But then also people that say, oh my God, it's really bad as celebrities flying on private jets. Yeah, I guess in some capacity it is. But also if those celebrities were to get on planes, do you think that they'd be able to like, have a good flight? Is that, I don't know. I mean, I'm just asking a question. Like for example, Taylor Swift. If Taylor Swift was to get on like a normal commercial plane, I don't think she'd be allowed on because she'd just be chased down. That poor woman would be like covered in fans. So I don't know. I don't know. Listen, I am not an environmentalist. I'm quite frankly, just a podcast host, but it's just intriguing. Okay. But anyway, back to my point about oat milk, just don't piss me off. 
why are you so mad that I'm drinking oat milk? And it's always this like, through the lens of like, you're trying to be an attention seeker. No one was pulling attention to the fact that I was drinking oat milk except for you. So why are you mad? It just, it just frustrates me. And also at, at like a cafe, I've experienced this as well. A barista once rolled his eyes because I asked for oat milk. And I was like, sweetheart, you're in the wrong industry if you're working in London, in Shoreditch, and you roll your eyes whenever someone asks for oat milk in their coffee. Do you know what I mean? Like, you guys, let's be serious. Doing a complete 180, you do not deserve, right? If you came to my family house to quote unquote fix my family computer as an IT guy, and your idea of fixing it is deleting all of my Sims 3 and Sims 4 saves. Oh my God. It was so, it was, you guys, okay. I actually have to breathe. I have to breathe, I truly do. I made a TikTok about this experience that I went through. Basically our family computer was very slow and it wouldn't really turn on that well. Bless her heart, RIP to her, we're sending prayers. Pour one out for the old family computer kind of vibes. Anyway, this PC guy, I guess, this technician came over to my house and I was in my bedroom, you know, doing a little eavesdropping as you do, listening into the conversation. And he was saying, okay, there's a lot of files that take up a lot of gigabytes. This is probably what's, you know, slowing the computer down. I'll delete them, get a new desktop for you, transfer it all onto the new desktop and it will be fixed. I was thinking, oh, okay, slay. I don't have to interject. He's not trying to delete any of my stuff. So I fucking thought. I get the computer back. And listen, I haven't played The Sims in a long time. However, comma, if I were to, do not judge me for that because extra rights taken away if you judge people for playing video games. It really pisses me off because most of the time it's fucking men. Men are like, oh my God, you still play The Sims? Are you 10 years old? And then they go and play Call of Duty. Get a bloody clue, please. Because quite frankly, The Sims, it's a life experience and I'm learning about life. You're sitting in your bedroom while you're trying to shoot up some zombies. Baby, let's be real. The zombie apocalypse isn't happening anytime soon. Me having a kid in the future, that's a possibility. Anyway, back to the main story. The guy comes back with the new computer and I'm eavesdropping again. And he says, oh, I deleted a lot of games that one of your kids must have downloaded when they were younger. They were taking up a lot of gigabytes. He deleted all of my Sims 3 and Sims 4 saves. The saves that I've had since I was 11 years old. It was a mass murder. A mass murder. You guys don't understand. I was close to tears. These, th that's my family. He was like, oh, it's a lot of gigabytes. Those are people's lives. You guys, I had a Sims 3 family that had maybe 10 generations and it was all gone. And I made a TikTok about this and it literally got like 2 million views and everyone was sending me prayers. But I also was thinking, you have a lot of nerve to delete my files without my permission. And of course you delete the fun ones. You never delete the ones that, I don't know, are boring. You delete the ones that are fun and give the girls a bit of fun. My poor Sims family now thinks that I've disowned them. They're in the trenches, they are quite frankly dead. They've been erased from the system of Earth. I don't really care about the Sims 4 ones because the Sims 4 kind of fell off for me. But the Sims 3, that's my childhood. He didn't deserve rights after that. In the KCCU, that man's rights were just stripped from him. Because honestly, you deserve it. You've taken, you took in, you've taken all of the rights of my Sims and just delete them. Like bless their hearts. They were just living their damn life. On a side note, something I've loved saying recently is they were just living their damn tootin. I don't know why. I don't know where that came from. It's like, I feel like damn tootin is a phrase. Like, you, you, oh, you're damn tootin. 
But now I've started saying, oh, I'm just, I'm just living my damn tootin'. Like, I'm just living my life. I'm just living my damn tootin' life. But now I've taken off the life part and I've said, oh, I'm just living my damn tootin'. Like, let me live my damn tootin'. Anyway, I thought that maybe you should just know that because I might say it in the future and you might be thinking, what the fuck is a damn tootin' and why are you living in it? I'm just living my damn tootin'. Okay, the next reason why you don't deserve rights in the KCCU is if you are pretentious about music taste. I'm saying this because I've said multiple times to multiple people in my life that Hannah Montana and Victorious Cast have some of the best music under the sun and I will not argue with this. You can argue with, quite frankly, The Wall. Because in my humble opinion, that is pop music. And people are like, oh, you guys don't even know about Frank Ocean. Oh, let's be fucking serious. It's a different kind of genre. But people just like fully look down on you if you don't agree with their music taste or they don't agree with yours. And sometimes I'm just like, you guys, let's just give it up for pop music. Cause I think that people think that pop music is so lowbrow, but to make a good pop song is very hard, incredibly hard. And you know, Hannah Montana did it incredibly well. Like, let's talk about Barefoot Cinderella real quick. I mean, wait, let me get some of her songs up. I just, I have to, I have to. Barefoot Cinderella, don't need no bizarre party dress. Okay, let's, no, oh my God. Let's talk about He Could Be The One. Let's talk about You Always Find Your Way Back Home. I'll Always Remember You, Ordinary Girl. Oh my gosh. I mean, SZA was inspired. Normal Girl, Ordinary Girl. It's Hannah Montana first. Nobody's perfect. Rockstar, gonna get this. I wanna know. If we were a movie, if we were a movie, where was her Oscar? Where was her Grammy? Probably with mine. They didn't exist. And like, honestly, I am such a pop music apologist. It really annoys me when people are like, oh, you just like pop music? Yeah. Do you not like a little fun in your life? I'm dancing to Sabrina Carpenter. Sabrina Carpenter is one of my favorite singers right now because she's a pop star, unapologetic pop star. I love that. I don't know, dude. I just think if you, if you are purposefully, it's also laughing at people for their music taste. I've been in situations where, I guess when I was younger, so people were more immature, but people would just like giggle at the fact that I listened to Ariana Grande. And I was like, you guys just don't get it. And it's okay. If you don't get it, you don't get it. Just move on with your life. Why are you trying to dim everyone else's shine? We're just living our damn tootins, you know? Another reason rights will be stripped away from you in the KCCU is if you act or think that I'm lazy or don't work. This is something that I've had since, you guys, I was fully 13 years old. Me as a 13 year old going up to the farm, the farm office, and having farm workers say that I'm lazy and I don't work. Oh my gosh, like I was 13. Like it's genuinely such an issue for me. And it really annoys me because one thing, I'm never gonna say it to the person. If someone says to me, oh, it's, it's this as well. Oh, it's this as well. Oh my gosh. And I know that you've experienced this. I know that you have. When you get out of bed and maybe it's 10 o'clock, you're not even getting out of bed, you're in your room. Maybe you've been doing some work in your room and you come downstairs and there's that one family friend that looks at you and says, Aw, is this the earliest you've been up? Is this when you've woke? Shut up, shut up. So, so unnecessarily spiteful. Why are you trying to crack a little joke at my expense? Cause I'm not laughing. No one around you's laughing. So mommy, you're looking like a fool, quite frankly. But most of the time when I was younger, maybe I was like 16, 17 and I'd go up to the farm office and there was one specific person that worked in the farm office. She was a secretary on the farm office and she would always, always say, Oh, why aren't you working today, Kit? You're not working, are you being a bit lazy? You're a lazy one, aren't you? You're the lazy child. Because all my brothers, my three older brothers all work on the farm. So when I'd pull up, she'd be like, oh, doing nothing again today, Kit. And I'd just giggle 
Because what am I meant to do? I'm 16 years old. I can turn around and be like, you know what, bitch? Actually, <laughs> you know what? Actually, no, bless her heart. She was sweet, but I just, I really can't stand that kind of narrative in general. I think it just seems so like, it's so like, it's so, it's so older generation vibes. Because also, why are you so caught up on the fact that if I'm working or not? If I was an older generation, say for example, I was in their shoes looking down at a younger generation, I'd be like, bitch, stop working. Live your damn tootin'. Go and live your life. I was 16, 17, 13, 14, 15. And these people were like, why aren't you grinding your ass off for minimum wage? Quite frankly, because I don't want to. Does that make me a bad person? I don't think so. I'm also trying to revise for my GCSEs and my A-levels. I've got enough going on rather than working on the farm. Let's be serious, you guys. No wonder I'm trying to have a bit of time off. And it still does happen to this day. If you're a self-employed artist, you understand this. Oh, you could be doing more work. You could be doing more. You know nothing about my career. Why are you acting like you do? It's so frustrating. I remember once someone in my family said, you know, you didn't actually do that much work. At this point in my life, I was a freelance model that had just walked London Fashion Week and I'd done that all by myself. And I'd been told that I wasn't doing any work. And it was a conversation at the dinner table. Kit doesn't do a lot of work. I was like, you guys, I literally just walked. I've been Getty imaged at a London Fashion Week. But recently I've had to kind of come to my senses and realize that you've got to just do it for yourself. Because at the end of the day, like I've been saying a few episodes now, it's kind of an ego thing. If you, you, you want to always look like you're busy, but I'm so not that vibe anymore that I just don't care. If you don't think that I'm working, baby, that's, you can keep it. You can keep that energy because it's not transferring onto me. That energy is not coming through me via osmosis. Quite frankly, if you don't think I'm working, I'm not working. You guys, you categorically do not deserve rights if you're constantly asking me if I've got lip injections. Kit Costello lip injections is one of the most searched terms about me on TikTok. If you look up my name on TikTok, Kit Costello, it comes up with lip filler. I've dedicated my TikTok account to modeling tips. And one of the first things is Kit Costello lip filler. I've just had enough. And I had to literally address it on my TikTok. I was like, you guys, I don't have lip filler. Cause people were asking me like, how many mils do you have in your lips? I get asked that on a regular basis. When I was getting laser hair removal the other day, they asked me whether I had lip filler and Botox. When I was 19 and I started modeling, makeup artists were asking me at every shoot without fail if I had Botox or lip filler. I was like, I'm 19 years old. They were like, oh my God, your skin is so tight. I was like, cause I'm literally a child. Like, what do you expect? The lip filler thing I can kind of understand cause my lips are quite big. It's become a bit of an insecurity of mine if I'm honest, cause everyone keeps pointing it out and you know what, it's a little bit, it's a little bit of a read because someone the other day was saying to me, no, I understand why people think that you have lip filler. I mean, people say that to me, but it's because my lips are kind of big. Yours are like really big and they almost protrude out. So I think people just think that you've got, I don't want to say a bad lip job. And I looked at them and I said, you think people ask me whether I've got lip filler because they think my lips are botched? What? Like, it's just so unnecessary. The reads that I'm getting left and right recently is just so bad for me. People saying that I don't work. People deleting my Sims 3 families. People saying that I have botched lip filler, even though I've never had lip filler in my damn two in life. Please. But please don't transfer that energy onto me because I'm starting to become insecure of my lips. I truly am. Now, the last reason on my list 
is you don't deserve rights if you reported me on Hinge a year ago. You don't deserve rights. I don't know who you were. I don't know who the multiple people were. Why am I blocked on Hinge? I do. I did nothing wrong. I don't know what it is. I don't know who it was. But if you blocked me, if you blocked me, reported me on Hinge, it's personal. There's a vendetta against me. I just want to use Hinge. I'm getting so frustrated. I literally had to the other day, you guys email Hinge support team and ask, hey, you guys, what's going on? I can't use Hinge. Is there a reason for this? And they were like, oh, because multiple people people reported you. There's reports on your account. And I was like, oh, can you tell me anything about these reports? No, confidential. What's that about, bestie? I just want to know what's reporting what. I just want to be on Hinge because I've had enough of Bumble. And Hinge to me is like a serious dating app. I've been on Raya. I've been on Tinder. I've been on Bumble, like I said. Mama, there, flop after flop after flop. Hinge for me was just the one. And now I'm being scrutinized for what? But that's kind of all the reasons why you don't deserve rights in the KCCU. If you partake in any of these, I would say to, you know, watch your behavior and, you know, watch your mouth because otherwise, you know, the rights may be stripped away from you in the KCCU, but not in real life. Because once again, I'm reminding you that everyone deserves equal rights and everyone deserves human rights. They truly do. And let's be clear on that. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Self Interrupted. Like I said, I wanted it to be just a little less serious than last week's episode and a little more fun. Something for the girls to vibe to in the summertime. That's all I wanted you guys to be doing listening to this episode or watching this episode on Spotify. And I hope that you've been able to laugh at the reasons why I don't think people deserve rights in the KCCU universe. Oh, the KCCU, Kate Costello Cinematic Universe. That's it. I hope you enjoyed this episode and this almost game of... Why, why I don't think people deserve rights in my cinematic universe. If you want me to do another one of these, let me know. I think it's really funny and I definitely have more reasonings as to why I don't think people deserve rights in my cinematic universe. But before you go, I do have a recommendation of the week, which is Winner by Conan Gray. Winner is a song by Mr. Conan Lee Gray, which is just very dramatic, very melodic, very reminiscent of Queen. In a way, it's very just like, it builds up and it crescendos at the end and it's so beautiful. And I really, really love it. It's great. I think the production on Conan's recent um, songs and singles have been really, really good. And I'm really looking forward to his new album. I've been a follower of Conan since 2014. So he's one of those people that I have a really deep parasocial relationship with. And I actually met him in like 2018, I think, at one of his concerts. He's really sweet. But yeah, that's the recommendation of the week. You can listen to it, you know, on Spotify. I get, why am I acting as if, what? Wait, why am I acting as if I have to tell you guys where you can listen to a song? You guys can listen to Conan's new song on Spotify, on Apple Music, or anywhere a streaming service is available. Like, literally, get a clue, please. But yeah, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Self Interrupted. A little bit of a different one, but I just wanted it to be a bit more fun and lighthearted than last week's episode. Hope you've enjoyed. If you have, please make sure to rate the podcast on any streaming platform you're listening to it on. You can follow me on Instagram and on TikTok at kit.costello. You can peruse my website, www.kitcostello.com. But I hope you have an incredible week. I'm sending you so much love. As always, Kit. Kit.